Hey everybody, it's Patriot Dave. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash cheapseatpod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash cheapseatpod and now on with the show. What is going on, everybody? It is Welcome Justin. back. Welcome into View from the Cheap Seats. I think this is episode seven, maybe six, seven. But it's the beginning of the 2018 season, folks. Here we, we go again. Officially had a football game. Or yes. A few. And that was nice. It was nice to see live football instead of all these taped games. And kind of went kind of what we expected, but the end game was better than we expected. I didn't see that end of the game. Um, they look pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they were a little sketchy in the beginning on the defense, but they missed like six or seven tackles. But like they said, they don't hit in training camp. So this yeah. is good for them to get their feet under them. So. Well, anyway, uh, it is Justin, as always, joined by... AJ. And Pops, PD. And nobody. Oh, jeez. Uh, we have no fourth man in this week. Everybody is predisposed and has shit to do, which is fine. We'll do the tri- we'll do the tripod here, the troika. Okay. Um, let's just kick it off. Um, obviously, some NFL notes. Tom Brady got his contract extension, five million, but it's a what ten million incentive laden guarantee. Now, people are talking about they feel he would have took less money if they would have gave Guerrero his unlimited access to the stadium again. But they're still keeping him out. I guess he's taking too much business away from the Patriots because they're a little pissy about, well, we pay our trainers to take care of you guys, and they don't want him hanging around. I mean, I can understand that. I can too, but obviously it's working for Tom and everybody else. And obviously Brady doesn't need the money because if anybody knows how how much is Tom Brady and Giselle worth, anybody? A half a billion dollars. I mean B, not M, half a billion dollars they're both worth. That's a lot. So, it's a lot of money. Um, I think the nickel defense was a little marshmallow in the beginning there. Well, why don't we do, like, news stuff first before we kind of, like, don't, I don't want to do, like, news game. game okay. New game. game well, let's stick to that then. Let's get so, the NFL out of the way. Yeah. So, I mean, I wrote down a few things for the Patriots anyway, like training camp notes. Yep. Um, Sony Michelle is likely to miss the preseason. They said it's not a major thing. He had to get some procedure done on his knee essentially i think they said it was draining he drained some fluid or something so he'll probably skip the preseason but he already signed we're not gonna kick the kid off the team no you think he's gonna be in on regular season for whatever reason he's just gonna i mean he'll be in the regular season but i think it'll be a limited role until he kind of gets his feet underneath him because we got burkhead we got jeremy hill we got you know fucking gillis lee and webb and Webb and we'll see about them we'll get into that yep um i wrote down trent brown is an actual monster Actual monster, I'd hate to have his grocery bill. Yeah, he's like the biggest oh, dude yeah. I've ever seen in the world. Six foot eight, three hundred and fuck you pounds. Yeah, well, I think like, they said we what sixty two. When we were watching that game, you, you, they show a view of the sidelines, and there all the players are with their helmets, <laughs> and their shoulder pads, yeah. and all you see and is just this helmet bobbing. just bobbing yep. up over the rest of it. It's yep. like he looks like a freaking giraffe among rodents. Man, he's I'm a fucking you. monster. But they said that he's like super athletic. He's fast. Yeah. 
He's fast. There's no doubt about that, man. So that'll be fun need. pulling behind that guy. I just don't understand how a guy that big can be that fast. Training, man. You know, I guess. Like yeah. a wolf fork. Wolf fork was a monster, but when that dude had to move, he could fucking move. That's true. You know, whether it was to the buffet line or the quarterback. Whatever, man. Pick. Whatever he had to do. Um, Patriots added Eric Decker for a year. Neat. We didn't see much of him. The offense got more attractive, I yeah. guess. Uh, you know, $1.6 million deal. I can live with it. It's a. It's not even a guarantee he'll make the team. And it's not going to kill us either. Exactly. Um, this one hurt. Patriots released Malcolm Mitchell. This one yeah. definitely bummed me out. I like that kid a lot. I don't think we would have won the Super Bowl without him in Atlanta. No, His fourth but... quarter, he had like nine catches for almost 85 yards. And, uh, you know, that without that, we're not getting to where we need to get to. Yeah, the other thing that really concerns me is already how many ACLs there are this year. Just, I mean, not the Patriots, but I mean the NFL alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of these rookie kids are already out. The kid Geis from Redskins, there was two Redskins players that went out. Yeah, it was an offensive line. A couple of them from the Colts. I mean, it's just, it's going to be a rough year again already, man. If there's going to be this many ACLs happening this early... It could be a long well, year for it's a few because days. the fucking NFL is making it so you can't tackle guys up high anymore. You have to aim for their fucking knees and ankles. Well, training camp is more like summer camp than training camp anymore. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I just, mean, just look at look at that difference, though. I mean, you saw what two both ACL injuries on the Redskins in that game. It's like I think you're going to see a lot more leg injuries because they don't want them to aim up high anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to be blowing out it's, each other's fucking yeah. knees left and right all season. That's the way they got to tackle Gronk anyway. Is like people like that, they got to go low. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of going to be a rough season for a lot of people here, man. But to see this many rookies coming out, and, and already there's, what, four this year, five this year that are done for the season. Something and, like that. And then Tom with his sore back, LOL. I mean, Tom, I you're 41. you got to stretch a little bit if you're going to do this here. listening to WEI... Friday, yeah, Friday, because they talked to Ninky, and uh, they asked him about his sore back, and he's like, "Don't believe he has a sore back until Brady tells you he has a sore back." Yep. So, yeah, well, I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt. It's also preseason. If it was, you know, week eleven or like thirteen or something, and we're coming up on the playoffs, I'd get a little tense. He's got three weeks to just kind of hang out. Yep. Yep. He doesn't have to play he's in the not preseason. Gonna, like, I don't think he's gonna play. Well, it's not like he has to. It's not like his fucking job's on the line. I don't remember the last time he actually played preseason, the first preseason opener. I mean, I think that was, what, maybe the second year he was a starter. But other than that, he doesn't play the first preseason game. No, it's just not. that's our fucking offense right there. So I'm saying it's not in his contract. So we'll um, see how that goes. And the last bit of uh, outside of the game shit that I wrote down is uh, congrats Randy on the Hall of Fame. Yep, awesome, Randy. You're a great human being, man. I was so happy to see that. I mean, I sent a couple of tweets out to him, not that he'll ever acknowledge him, but yeah. I mean, it was he was he was even mentioning in his speech how he was disappointed about the '07 season that they didn't get the ring, but but Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick showed up to surprise him, and I mean, as much as the fans booed losers, it's because you're just pissy. But if Bel- Belichick was your coach, I'm sure you'd people would be all excited about it. Um. Just one more quick little note. Scotty, I love your game and stuff like that. You did the preseason and stuff like that. But enough about Ninkovich's fashion. I mean, you guys are talking about that all night. I mean, I great. he's got a great barber. He's got a great fashion guy. But 
I know there's not much to talk about in preseason, yeah, but let's stick to the game. Cringy. It was a little creepy over the top talking about how tight his pants were, and I I understand that it's cool and stuff, but they even brought it up on WEI the following day. I was like, who fucking cares? It was creepy. He's throwing out shouts out to his barber and his shirt guy and a pant. I understand that, and I I, I miss you, Ninky. I'd rather have you playing, but you know, so enough with that. Cares? Who cares? Who fucking cares? So what does it matter? Who fucking cares? It's like even if it was like a one-time deal, be like, oh, haha, that was funny. There's nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but it was like all fucking game. But it was during like <laughs> so at least made, there was like made three creepy. three plays that went on during the game that they were still talking about. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice shirt, and who does your all right enough of that? So yeah, that close up on his shoes and shit. It's all like, no, yeah, put the like, towel over his to- put the towel over his shoes. We got it. Okay. Who fucking cares, dude? Who well, let's cares? uh, we do we do have to take one second here. I know it's kind of early, but. But we want, but we want to um, send a shout out to Landon. I know you like hit up AJ this week saying, "Well, send me a shout out, motherfucker." It's like we've been doing a shout out. But we want to thank you for that case of bud you sent us. Uh, keep I it had coming. None of it, so. Well, sorry, but we did. It was tasty. Um, so keep it coming, Landon. We want to get a commercial from you this week to make sure you get the commercials out there. And Mike, Mike Superson over at Big E's, um, our life, our year long sponsor from last year. I'm looking forward to the new commercial for this year. Like you said, new year, new commercial. Um, I'll try to hook up with you this week so we can get that out there. But if everybody get a chance, check out Big E Supermarket with Tricko's Meats, the kielbasa, everything is good to go. So it's a great little store for downtown East Stampton. And Old Colony Package Store. And Old Colony Package Store. Old Colony Colony yep, yep, yep. Don't forget landing over at Old Colony. That's our beer stop for beer on the way before we do our podcast every Sunday. Anybody want a mixed drink? So, uh... Oh, no thanks. I've got a okay. beer here. So let's get into the game, guys. Um, what did you guys see? I mean, I saw a few things that kind I mean, of stunned me. I, my connection, because I have to steal the games. Um, fuck you, Shield. Shield can eat my tits for all I care. Whoa. Um, but you don't have tits. Getting there. Um, <laughs> but no, my connection was kind of in and out, but I, I saw, I'm going to say probably about 80% of the first half. And I think 100% of the second. I think when the connection stabilized, it was just after halftime. Um, running backs definitely led the way. Yeah. Uh, for sure. That was, that was like, the bright spot. Um, Goskowski, 52-yarder. Yep. That was, was nice. That was, real good that was a nice – that was a good kick. I'm a little concerned about the nickel defense, though, because we're still getting burned on those screen passes, you know, those crossing patterns over mm-hmm. the middle there. Same as last year. They're – I mean, they're getting these. That's what I'm saying. They're getting these big plays. And Hightower, I thought, and Chung had a decent night. But, I mean, those over the middle passes, those screens and stuff, are in play action. Are still. That's why we got that Juwan Bentley kid. And he did great. He had a good night. He had had a a great night. He had six tackles. He had one tackle for a loss, and he had one quarterback hit. But we can't dump everything on this kid. But he did. He had a great night. Yeah. I'm pretty happy. Welcome to the team, there, buddy. I think. By the way, if you missed year. the game, Patriots won twenty six seventeen. I feel yep. like we should kind of yep. get that out there. Mm. I mean, they outscored. They got outscored twenty. They outscored Redskins twenty six nothing in the second half after leading, leaving, uh, losing seventeen nothing till what five seconds left in the first half. Like I said, Gostowski hit that fifty two yarder right down the pipe, brother. Kick, man. That's what fucking, we need. Good fucking kick. Yeah, he I, is. I never, like, there's times where I feel semi-shaky about Goskowski, but that dude's got a cannon. Extra points. 
The guy's got a cannon. But though. it's the extra points. Well, he it's because he thinks it's a walk-in. He missed four but of them last year. But I mean, look at that. Bit. You know, look at that kick in Mexico City. Yep. Like what, sixty-four fucking yards. That shit would have been good from seventy easy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like the dude's got fucking leg. We've only had like two kickers since fucking Belichick took over. There's Adam Vinatieri who's going to the Hall of Fame, and Goskowski who could possibly go in as well as a fucking kicker. The dude's nails. Yep. Oh, yeah. But they allowed seventeen points and like two hundred and fifty-nine yards in the first half. Uh, they had. Six, seven missed tackles. But like I said, part of that comes with not being able to hit in training camp. So now that they're going to be able to tackle a little more, that should help us out. And they asked Belichick what he thought about the first half. And what did he say? 36 seconds of good football. That's it. 38 seconds of great football. And that's about all we had, man. Um, yeah, well, what else? Who else? Did, oh, uh, Jordan Richards. Get the fuck off the Patriots, you fucking clown. Oof. Nice tackle. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Um. I don't know about you. I was a little concerned about Hoyer in the first half. He had that happy dancing feet. He didn't seem to like well, settle down. He was way overthrowing people. You also got to take into account, and dude, with Hoyer, he joined. He rejoined the Patriots middle of the season last year. I understand. He hasn't that. had to take a snap since what? Fucking November of last season. I understand that. So, but you know. he just he was dancing around. I mean, he was overthrowing people. He finally settled down, which was good. I mean, he had those two great receptions that he threw. Well, it also, if it makes you feel any better, he's not the starting quarterback. No, I understand that. But he had those two great passes right at the end of the half there to, to Devin Lucian. Shout out to you, buddy. That was a great great end of the first half. Yeah, he had a uh, decent game. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Mark thinks that he's going to be better than um, Philip Dorsett. But... No. I don't. I mean, Hoyer finished up pretty good, sixteen to twenty-three, one hundred and forty-four yards. I mean, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, One kid I'm kind of afraid for is that third stringer you guys got. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh my god! That first handoff that he had—I don't know. I think it was more the running back's fault. But that second time that the ball was on the ground, that was definitely on him. But then again, you know, people say it's the bright lights. It comes with you know. But then you got to look at Darnold from the Jets. He had a great night. I mean. Yeah, he also doesn't have high expectations being a quarterback for the Jets. Sorry, Agent. No, I yeah, know. Okay. But, I mean, Gostowski, like I said, had that one at the end there. I mean, one call I didn't like was the, the, the referees are definitely – wasn't so much in our game, but they're blowing that early whistle for, like, the offside. That was a fucking fumble. And, and the forward progress shit. He was not – his forward progress wasn't stopped. That should have been a fumble. That was a nice and play, even Danny. Belichick was pissed. It was Don't a great play. Fuck you, man. That was a nice play. Yo. I love you, giant uh, – I mean, Hawaiian? Yeah. Uh, whatever even Belichick was pissed because they blew the whistle too early. That oh, should yeah, have been really a really play. I saw a clip on Twitter of him saying, God fucking damn it, mm-hmm. after that happened. Or, it no, did. He either, he either said, God fucking damn it. What did he say? God fucking damn it or – He's either got fucking down or that's fucking bullshit. So I mean, I know these guys are these guys are starting oh, their yeah. first game this year too. They haven't repped a game in a while, but I mean, and and we also I I know we keep saying let's not do so many shout outs, but I do want to send a shout out to the Gun Show man. I mean, great to have you all these years. Sorry to see you go, but I mean, hopefully somebody will take your place. But we have reached our shout out limit. Today. Yep, that's it for today. And eh, no more. Um, Cordell Patterson, I think this kid could be one to watch. That was a catch. I mean, he was... That was a fucking yeah, catch. He, he's going to be helping us out here a lot. I mean... We even heard Zolak say, like, what the hell is Minnesota thinking? Yeah. Like, they just didn't use him as a fucking receiver. Um, I don't know why no, he wouldn't. And He's obviously got what it takes. He's got fucking hands like a motherfucker. <laughs> yep. And Gilsley, 
I'm still out on this guy. He had those great first four games last year. I don't think he's going to make the team. He's so. trying to be too finesse. The guy needs to run more north and south. That's why I like Instead Jeremy. of dancing side oh. and side. Well, look at that one play where Devlin was running the block. Mm-hmm. And he should have followed him. And instead he decided to cut yeah, it he went in. right into the back of the one. fucking offensive line. Yes. And then he, but then the next play on the fourth and and the fourth and two, they wound up, he wound up making like five yards. Yeah. But follow your, I mean, they say it's going to come with time, but he had those great. Come with time. Games. He was here the entire fucking season. He was last there, year. and he played what the first four games, and he sat down pretty much the rest of the year. Some games yeah. he didn't even dress for. So I mean, my jury's still out on that guy. No, but I will say I like Jeremy Hill. He yep. had a good night. That dude is. I didn't realize how fucking tall Jeremy Hill was. Yep. He's like a big body. He's a big dude. So I like him. Eleven rushes for fifty-one and a touchdown, averaging four point six yards per carry. Yeah, he had a touchdown at four forty-four in the third quarter, and that's when the Patriots finally got it going. They actually had more more than a hundred yards offense since the half. Well, there was that one drive where they just ran the ball the entire drive, and what is it? It's a sixteen-play, ten and a half-minute drive. Yep. And then they did that again, and it was like ten. Plays, it was like 19 90 minutes. Yeah, ninety-two yards or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a lot. Because Webb scored that great touchdown. It was like. 9.05 in the fourth quarter. And they got the two-point conversion, which made it 18-17. And then they scored on that strip fumble, or the strip sack. Also, Gino, you need to you need to get a little faster, buddy. Well, you need to get some oomph in those fucking steps. I know that guy missed that block and shit, but at the same time, man, you got to get your fucking feet moving. Dog. I'm sure he was going to hear about that, though. He was too busy with his hand up instead yeah. of putting the block on that defender. I'm yeah. sure he heard about that. Well, that guy, but I'm saying Gino was the one that had the ball. Yeah. It's like, bro. Get moving, man. What are you doing? Yep. Grissom? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you got to get going, dude. You but that was a great play going. on that. Because then they... Gino's name is spelled real weird. It's not like G-E-N-O. It's G-E-N-E-O. Oh, it's okay. literally like Gene-O. Oh. Weird. Yeah, because they scored that, and then they uh, Webb scored another two-point conversion, made it 26-17. So that was great. Uh, I like that kid. Yep. Yes, I do. I just didn't know that. There were young people named Ralph. I thought that was just like a name you got. Like if your parents were going to name you Christmas Ralph. Christmas Story. You just came out like 62 years old. Yeah, like Christmas Story, Ralphie. Yeah. Um, and Joe... Yeah, see, if you call him that, that would work. Because he's still a kid. But like, <coughs> Ralph is not a young person's name. It's like, no. how many people do you hear like now that are being born named Esther? Oof. And shit like that. Or it, Stella. Yeah, Sorry, ma'am. It doesn't happen. Nope. You know? But it's like... but Beatrice. Exactly. Ooh. But, Ralph, Belushi, good, night. good night, man. Belushin, he went up having a good night. He got four receptions for 71 yards. That's yeah. a decent showing. And then Hill, uh, 11 for 51 yeah. with a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, I think good things are going to come from this kid. Yeah, he's still got something in the tank, man. He was a fucking beast in Cincinnati. Yeah, he but was. Then they got Giovanni Bernard, and they didn't need Jeremy Hill anymore, which is funny because... We just took Cincinnati's two backup running backs last year and this year, which was Burkhead and now Jeremy Hill. Yep. And it's funny because Burkhead ran behind Hill in Cincinnati, and now it's completely flipped because I know Burkhead will be a starter ahead of Jeremy Hill. Yep. Plus, I mean, Burkhead's really good out of the backfield, too. <laughs> I, like I mean, Burkhead. he's got good hands. I love I like that Burkhead. kid. But Hill is definitely a downhill runner. Oh, he's, he's just, one of he these scuts. guys that just, you know, he's, he, he, oh God, he's like watching Blount. He just hits that pile and mm-hmm. forces his way through there somehow. And, and gets it in. I mean, the kid's slippery as all hell, and we like it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, man. I'm a I mean, fan. I feel bad for Jules. Um, he was out there for 16 snaps, not one target. 
I mean, I know they're trying to get his legs underneath him, but you can see the frustration on the sideline where he slammed his helmet down after that because he wanted something. But like we said, he needs to get a little bit of contact. He's got four games, well, three more games to play, and then he's got to sit for four games. So. Yeah, I mean, I can understand him being a little pissed because this is the only chance he's going to have to play for two months. Yeah, I understand that, but I could see them not having him too involved in a game plan considering he's going to be out for the first four weeks. So. Also, I want to point out that the Patriots won having 22 less yards, 32 less yards than the Redskins. Yep. Redskins' uh, total offense was 333, Pats was 301. Well, they also outscored the Redskins 26 nothing in the second half after trailing yeah, that's 17 nice. nothing in the second quarter. So That's fun. Um, yeah, that's always good to see. I love yeah. that stuff. Well, AJ, do you want to talk about the Jets now, yeah. bud? Sure. Okay, go for it, man. Um, Big win, brother. Yeah, first of all, the, the win was really awesome. I mean, I know it's preseason. But it was really cool to see, uh, what see was the, the game score? play. It was seventeen to nothing. Hey. It was the first time uh, at home during preseason that they've ever had a shutout. Nice. So that was really cool. And actually, they wouldn't have had a shutout if the Falcons had kicked it in the last like eight seconds of the fourth quarter. They could have gotten three on the board, but they went for it. Sounds like what they did in the Super Bowl when they blew a twenty-five <laughs> point lead. And I don't tell you, I was I was sitting there talking to your dad, and I'm like, I'm like. It's getting down. There's like 15 seconds left. They get into field goal range. There's like eight seconds left on the clock, and it's like, well, there goes our shutout. And then they decided, no, we're gonna try to go for the two for the for the touchdown. We're gonna try to one last ditch effort, see what we can do. And uh, that was the one good thing. Uh, the Jets' defense is really good. Um, they, I think, the Falcons had what five first downs the whole game. But they're supposed to be the most high-powered offense in the NFL this yeah, year. Yeah, well, they looked like a bag of dog shit because they were holding them. They, it was like either you were holding them right there or they were losing yards almost every single play. It was like the night they played us at fucking Gillette Stadium last season. We shut them out. Or no, yep. we gave them a garbage time touchdown. Yeah. And then I'll tell like, what, you. 27-7, I think, was that score. That I, game. I really hope, and I'm, I'm feeling like they're going to, I'm, I think the Jets are going to keep all three of their quarterbacks on the roster come regular season because each one of those quarterbacks played really well. Um, Sam Darnold's Sam Darnold's uh, premiere, I guess you'd call it. And that's what it is. Yeah, okay. He uh, also He's I wanna, a real good I want to say the New York Post needs to calm the fuck down. Oh, are they all excited about him? They literally said a savior is born. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Phew, I mean, he's man. good. But like I wouldn't say that. This is about that. Geno Smith. They said this is about yeah, of course Mark it, fucking Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll tell you, I mean, this, this guy looks real good. He had one pass at a full tilt run. I think I saw it. Didn't stop. Yeah. And right, I mean, right in the chest. Yeah, I think I saw that one. Right saw in the chest. And he, all he had to do was just take a tiptoe touchdown. Yeah. He, lo- he looked really good. And if he, can, if he can go on the move like that and make those freaking right to the chest passes, right to the body, he's going to do all right. Teddy Bridgewater, same thing. Josh McCown didn't play for too long. He only played a couple of series. Yeah, um, that's kind of expected. Which, but, right, but I mean, you know, for what like if he Brady did, plays Brady will play maybe you know two fucking offensive I think, I think drives he, and that'll be it for him. Yeah, yeah, I think he had did like whatever it was, but you know, even for what he did, he did real good. Teddy Bridgewater played really well. Yep. Yeah, I was glad to see him back on the um, field. I felt bad for that guy. It was like the weirdest injury ever. He just dropped back and his fucking yeah. knee just exploded. Yeah, he got, He tore his ACL. Plus, he dislocated no, he t- his tore knee. his ACL, MCL, and PCL. Wow. He, he literally just dropped back to pat. Didn't even get hit. Just his dropped back, just planted, and on his literally his knee just fucking gave out. Wow. They said that, like, because I remember he was with the Vikings when this happened. Yep. Yeah. And I remember they were saying that they were talking to players. The players were, like, throwing up on the field because, like, his knee just fucking was all, like, fucked and contorted and shit. And he literally just dropped back to pass. 
Something he's been doing, I'm guessing, probably for 15 years prior to that. Yeah. And, it's and too he bad, just stepped dude. back and it just fucking said, I've had enough of this. And his knee just erupted. He was on a great year that year, though. Man. Yeah, he I was mean, on... I mean, he had a great year the year before that. Yep. And this was during training camp. He was yep. on pace to be a fucking animal. And then his knee was just like, hmm. Well, he's, he's doing okay for us, man. And I'll tell you. The other thing I liked about that game is, like, all last year and, and years prior. And again, I know it's preseason. The Jets have this god-awful problem where they really like to get ahead in the first half. And I don't know what the hell goes on in the locker room or what the hell happens. They just coast. They could be, I was going to say, they could be up 21 to freaking 3. And so they go, guys, we're 21 to 3. It's all good now. Yeah, game's over at But half what time. they didn't do this time is they didn't come back after the second half and, and do it. that shit. And let the wheels come off. You yeah. know, they didn't, they didn't go, okay, we're up, you know, whatever points to, to nothing. They went... No, we we got to keep going here. We got to yeah. keep doing. So that I was happy with that because I was even telling him at the halftime. I said, "Well, it's either going to do one of two things. They're going to learn their lesson, or the wheels are going to fall off, and the Falcons are going to score all kinds of points, and they might lose." But they didn't. The one thing nice. I like to say about preseason football, though, as somewhat sad as it is, is there are some great shots during preseason, man, because people are battling for jobs. And there are some pretty damn good hard hits out there, like, man. Like Ryan Lewis. Yep. You fucking killed that guy in the there's, Redskins. There's some head snappers in preseason, man, no doubt about it. And it's only going to get better come week three and work four. That's what I'm saying. They hit. want a job. Right. These guys, it's not like when you go for a job interview. How hard do you want it, I guess, is really what it comes down That's to. How, hard do you, it, how much man. do you want the job? Yeah, you don't have to, like, fucking bare-knuckle box people you're competing with a job with outside of football. Yeah, you don't have to, like, dress up and... cool. You yeah. don't have to dress up and be nice. You just got to go out there and slam a couple bodies around. Exactly. And that's awesome, man. I mean, that's the one good thing about preseason. I mean, a lot of these guys are... They're not in it for the money right now. They're in it to get the job. And that, that makes football more exciting. I mean, it's more heartfelt when... Instead of, like, these guys that get, like, a $125 million contract and go out there and play like shit. No, it's like in Kirk Cousins. He can go out there and just suck cock for the yeah. entire year, but his fucking $84 million contract is fully guaranteed. Or Same shit with fucking Zaquan Barkley. Yep. Fucking rookie, fully guaranteed. Baker Mayfield, I think, is fully guaranteed. Yep. Well, Why are teams doing Darnell's this? Darnell's is like $35 million guaranteed, too. I was like, why are teams doing this? And Matt Stafford, how much of that is guaranteed? He's when not- do you think When do you think the last time the Patriots gave a player a fully guaranteed contract? Hmm. I'm guessing probably not... Anytime Belichick has been a head coach. Um, now that you mention it, no, I don't think of it. I mean, even Tom Brady doesn't make that much money because no. he restructures his contract to give the Patriots a chance to pick up other players. Sure, you could pay $135 million for a quarterback, but then it leaves you sucking high and tick to get anybody else to play. Yeah. And then you wonder why you don't get to the playoffs. And how many times have the Patriots have been there? What, 14 out of 16 years now they've made AFC champs? Yep. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. You got to give up the money sometimes if you want to play for a decent team, but they're not. They're all about money grubbing. And when's the last time you actually see players retire with the same team since college? You know. Yeah. And the last couple of players that have done that have been with the Patriots. Yep. I mean, even Peyton Manning went to a separate another team. Bill, I mean, Tom Brady's going to be the first person in a while to retire. I mean, Teddy Bruschi retired as a Patriot since he'd been there. Like players like John Hanna and Steve the House Moore. Those are the last few players that I've seen. Everybody else, like, yeah, I don't I think, I don't, it, think I don't think Gronk's gonna go anywhere else. No, I think he's gonna retire as a Patriot. I think the same thing with Matt Slater. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. I know he tested the waters, but 
he he didn't want to fucking leave the Patriots. No. He's got a pretty fucking nice gig. Special teams captain, break down the locker room. Everybody likes you. Just hang out, make money. But then you get assholes like Darrell Rivas that go where the money is. And and what's his name there? Uh, God, I don't know how to pronounce his name. The cornerback we used to have there. What, Keep Talib? Keep Talib. Yeah, you're trying to shout out to Giselle there. He's another money <laughs> grubber, man. They're all in it for the money, but then they all bitch about how they want a ring, but... Very few of them get that ring because, but they got millions of dollars, but they don't have a single ring to show for it. Well, I hate to say this, but both of them have a ring. I understand that, but they could have had more if they stayed. Yeah. But they all want to be mercenaries, so. Whatever, man. Let them. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business, you know. It's not about the fans and shit. It's about, you know, if you guys were in the same position, you'd do the same shit. Yeah. You know? If I was with the fucking Patriots and they were paying me $6 million, but I got a fucking offer from the Arizona Cardinals to make, let's say, $15 million, Sorry. I love the Patriots and all, but if I have a chance to make two and a half times what I'm making, I'm going. Yeah. I guess so, but there got to be something to it if Brady's still sticking around. And, you know, they still got the core guys, but I just, I don't know. See, that's the problem. That's why I couldn't be a coach, because I pick too much with my heart than my head. And Belichick knows the business. That's why I used to question when he got rid of Willie McGinnis and, you know, them other guys. But he knows more than I do, obviously. That's why I'm doing a podcast and... He's coaching a Super Bowl team, so yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple news bits outside of like the game and general football stuff. Um, I want to send a sincere fuck you to Amelia Ferreira. Uh, I hope you get murdered walking to your house um, today. So I don't know Whoa, if you guys know that story. Uh, what did she do about Gerard Mayo's dog? Didn't hear about that. Oh, no. the one that took the dog and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he. Oh, didn't she take it and sell it to somebody? No, or? turns out that the dog died on July twenty second, and she kept it in a trash bag in her closet, and told Gerard like seven different things. The dog ran away. Someone stole the dog. The dog drowned. What so Gerard Mayo shit. hired private investigators, hired a fucking scuba team, to go search for his body. And they found it in that fucking cunt's closet. What a And shit. here's the other fucking kick in the nuts. She's only getting charged with obstruction. Not animal cruelty. Well, did she kill it or did it? They don't. They're doing an autopsy. And if they find out the dog was now either what? malnourished or poisoned or something, that bitch is toast. Who is she so. in relation to him? Neighbor? She's, no, she's just a dog trainer. She has a business called Off the Leash Canine Training. Oh, boy. And again, that's Off the Leash Canine Training. One more time, Off, off the, the Leash Canine Training. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And avoid Have at them. it, folks. Have at it. Yeah, and avoid them, seriously. Also, by the way, after this came out, all their social networks are all of a sudden private. It's hard to run a business when you're, uh, you know, people can't see what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, not putting out there. Weird. Oh. So was she the trainer for Mayo's dog? Okay. He was a five-year-old English bulldog named Knox. And Gerard now has to explain to his four children why their beloved bulldog won't be coming home because of this fucking cunt. And I hope this bitch rots. That's pretty bad, man. Yeah, fuck that bitch. I can second that. Um, And the other one is, um, I'm assuming if you're an active online Patriots fan, you know this already, but fan of the year submissions are now open. So go on, sign up, submit, see what happens. I can only get it once, so yeah. I, I don't know if you guys about, know that either. I, I feel like we've mentioned that. I don't every think episode. we have. 
Bigger fan of the year? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, it's in the description of the show on every website that we're available on, and we've mentioned it. But go I'm ahead. I'm tooting my own horn, sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. Well, I, I am the 2000 fan of the year um, for the you Patriots. You can only get it once. Which allows me a 2000 fan of the year. Also, I have a few things on loan, on loan to the Patriots at the pro shop, so or at the hall. But it, it's a great thing. The Mr. Angelo family was one of the original season ticket holders. Their father was one of the original season ticket holders. Um, he was one of those people that was at the games. I just want to explain the trouble. No, he was one of these people that was at the games when there was like anywhere from 2,000 to you know 6,000 people in the stands. He was. Uh, season ticket holder that worked lived paycheck to paycheck but always st- stood there stood by the patriots and that's why the trophy is actually it's patriots fan of the year but it's actually the Dros- the Dros- eh, Joe joseph mastrangelo trophy um it's a great looking trophy and it, it's a really great honor to have it because the patriots are actually one of the longest fan of the year teams that have done fan of the year so Go go for it, guys! It's great because you get to meet Bob Kraft and all the other guys. And yeah, I don't know if it's different than it was. Like the the submission for it is different from when you did it because I mentioned something about it somewhere on Facebook and somebody was saying or Twitter or some shit. I don't fucking remember, but they said they submitted it, but you have to write like a five hundred word essay on why you should. But it has to be under five hundred words. I mean, five hundred word maximum of like things you do in your community and why you should be fan of the year. Yep. And stuff like that. So I don't know if that's any different than Well, no, that's what it. that's what they put in for mine because I was working I had been bell, ringing bell for Salvation Army for about 12 years at that time. I did AIDS Care Hampshire County and March of Dimes, but I mean, it was it, it was a great it was a great honor. I, I'll never forget that, man. I'm the only person from Western Mass to win it. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I, I guess I am. But it's a great you honor to be known as a Patriots fan of the year. One. So, I mean, put in for it, guys. It's it's a great honor. So try it out. For shizzle. Um, I still remember the day you and I... Never mind. No, I do, too. That Got home from school. Yeah, I was in my room, and I heard, Oh, my God! Yep. yep. <laughs> that was... Uh, that was the thing. Um, Back to the dog, bitch. Die. No, I Die. just... I think that's it for today. We have a real short episode. Well, we're not about, doing a beer review today. We're not. Yeah, that. we're just. Uh, yeah, we're doing it from my apartment today. Yeah, actually, we're on a road trip today. Uh, we're not at the shrine. At least two of us. AJ are. and I are on a road trip today. We're missing a few other people, but we're gonna try to get back to it next week. I guess we're gonna do what a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday, Saturday show. Yeah. So and the Pats are playing at Philly next game here. So are they so we'll against Philly? So we'll see we'll how cover that goes. That game. Yep. Talk about that and shit because they I'm lost to the Steelers. Probably seven. Yeah, my guess. Seven, seven thirty. What day? Thursday. Thursday again. So, so we'll cover that. We'll do a beer review. Hopefully, we'll have our new commercials. Yeah, I'll have a beer review for Saturday. I'm gonna go scour the the landscape here. I think I'm gonna branch out and see if there's other places outside of town that sell like smoothies, dude. Yeah, but that's where I. Well, that's where I bought that the one the one we did last week. The the red red prince. Yes. The death metal Fort can. <laughs> they had other Fort Hills, though. So that is an grab, awesome can. Maybe I'll grab another one Fort Hills. <laughs> could do that. Yeah, it was, that was that was good to good to Fort Hill there. That was a really cool can. Or maybe we should just go to one of the breweries and make them give us something to try. 
Yeah, I've well, been emailing the fucking breweries and these stamps in, and none of them have fucking gotten back to me. Well, it's because you don't want to do a, a podcast from a phone. Sorry, guys. We're just we're we branching hate out free promotion. Finally. Free promotions for fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah, so like your shitty IPA. Yep. <laughs> Take it and stick it. Blanket statement. Go ahead. Don't be on the show. Um, all right, well, I guess that'll be it for us today, guys. Uh, I want to send a thank you to Big E's and Audible for sponsoring the show. As always, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, follow the show on Twitter at Cheap Seat Pod. We are also on Facebook and on Instagram also at Cheap Seat Pod. Follow the guys on Twitter at... Uh, let's see at Justin Cheap Seat at AJ Cheap Seat at PD Cheap Seat and at Poolin Cheap Seat I know he's not here today but follow him regardless and a uh, little bit of news about the show um, if you guys are familiar with Anchor cool if not um, I suggest looking into this um, they made it so guys like us can actually get paid to do the show um, now I want to preface this by saying this is... In- We're not in it for the money. Hold on. Let's leave Just it at that. Just hold on. I'm on a roll here. You're fucking up my flow. Well, Well, I'm trying to say things and you're not saying what I'm trying to like say. It's like I tied his shoes together or some shit. You done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to preface this by saying this is entirely optional. We don't ask this and we will never, ever, ever charge people to listen to our show. Ever. This will always be for free, online, in its entirety. I don't care mm-hmm. if we get picked up by a network or something. We will never make people pay to listen to our show at any point. Oh, God, no. Having said that, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash view from the cheap seat, not seats, seat, no S at the end of seat, you can choose to support our podcast with a monthly donation of either $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 monthly. Now again, this is entirely optional and can be canceled at any time. We're not it's not gonna you know you don't have to do it for six months or a year or anything. It's you can turn it off. You could just do a one time donation and turn it off right afterwards. Um, it also accepts Google and Apple Pay if you don't want to use your, you know, debit information or whatever. Um, but again, completely optional, but in incredibly incredibly appreciated uh, by everybody because all the money that we you know if people do decide to donate every dollar you give us is just going right back into the show it's going towards new gear it's going towards you know uh, potentially you know selling you know shirts if you guys are interested in you know buying some view from the cheap seats merchandise in the near future shit like that we're never gonna just use it and go buy fucking you know chicken wings or pay fucking you know back bills or anything this is shit that's specifically going to affect the podcast in the future in a positive way because we're trying to get what an equalizer you said well, we need to get a, we need to get a mixer we need to get a laptop mixer, we need to get laptop. mics we need to get cords it's a lot we of want to get better so they give you guys so ideally a quality like, show so we'd ideally we'd like to do that by the end of this year because yeah. we like to give you a quality show a quality <laughs> product here i mean i know some weeks it sounds weirder than others because Obviously, we've had more beer than others, but I mean, this is kind of a com. This is probably one of our calmest shows that we've done in the last. Yeah, I mean, last show, last so. last week's show was a fucking mess. I want to actually kind of apologize for last yeah. week's show. It was just fucking sloppy, and yeah. not like the fun kind of sloppy. It was like it's just it sounded really fucking dumb. Yeah, it was awful. So, so we want to apologize and make up to be, for that. To be fair, we did make a video. 
We did. It in take a lot of We did, <laughs> but we probably should have done the show before that because we all sounded right. so fucking But we dumb. didn't. Yep. So We all sounded real fucking stupid last week, so we apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, we definitely got our deepest apologies from all of us here at, at Cheap Seat. Um, and we will definitely do better. That'll be uh, the last one of those. Yeah, we're not going to get fucking blackout and then do a show again. No. I was... I was fucked up. Drunk, yeah, sure. that was just that was uh, pretty bad. Drunk, sure, black. And like I said, yeah, you no, can we were tell really, really fucked last week. And obviously, you can tell by the listeners that we had this last show. Our listeners were down on the last week's show. But we also didn't have Scott so. Zolak on the last one. But yeah, whatever. Um, but all right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Like I said, go to anchor.fm forward slash you from the cheap seat if you should choose to support the show. Again, not mandatory. We're not asking you to. Never. But if you choose to. It'll be greatly appreciated. And if you do, please tell us you did so we can thank you either in person or on the show. Yep. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's it for me. Anything to say, guys, before we get the hell out of here? I, I'm all set. Nope. Well, I guess, folks, like see I said, you guys man, Saturday. we're on a little road show here. We'll see you next. It'll be uh, Saturday next week instead of the usual Sunday podcast. Yep. Um, we'll be back at the Shrine. Um, and like we said, if you guys wanted to donate anything to us, it's just going to help us upgrade to better equipment. But thanks again, folks. Hopefully the show makes up for last week. And we'll see you in a few days, guys. Toodaloo. Peace out.